0: When it comes to EVE Online, every player wants to know the most effective tactic available. You want to know the meta. The meta controls everything. It determines what will and will not happen. Knowing the meta will alter your views, make you question your reality. It might even make you laugh. And now,
1: you're part of it. You're watching The Meta Show.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, space fans from across New Eden, welcome to The Meta Show. I am Brisk Reball. I am joined alongside Matani and our favorite, the initiative leader, Sweaty Shines, a.k.a. Fart Shines, a.k.a. Dark Shines. <laughs> he is here on camera for your viewing pleasure. We are back from vacation. We are back from spring break. And we are ready to mess up some pappies who ran away.
1: Hi, Again. boss. Hi. Hello, hello. Hello. Uh, I I'm joining everyone here from what used to be an undisclosed location. It is now, this is a, uh, red shirt lake house edition. It's sort of a sweatshirt. It's very. Very appropriate for the environment I'm in. Uh, and I'm happy to be able to give you guys a proper office view back where I was before. Didn't really have nearly a, a nice enough sort of office look compared to uh, to Brisk. So happy to be here. Delighted to have, you know, if you're an alliance leader in EVE Online, one of the most nightmarish things about a move is oh, God, I hope the internet is going to hold up. And uh, I'm delighted to say that it has. Uh, we've got high speed, everything, all systems are are green. And uh there we go. So it's great. I'm really happy. Uh, we have some great news, which is that Pappy decided to Pappy again in the last week or so before <laughs> the show, which means we have something to talk about other than the fact that CCP uh, still hasn't fixed capital ship production. And so we're going to we're gonna get some shit talking piss pee out of the way. Uh, there's been a lot of action. Uh, just saw 1,100 people on Goonstorm Mumble uh, as we were sticking it to the pubs. And that is Excellent. So we're going to go into that. We have dark shines with us today. We're going to be talking about uh, the whole Faith Abilus campaign, which you may have heard of from Test Alliance Please Ignore Posting Propaganda from Outer Passage about keeping the faith and it's working about about as well as uh, everything else that test is affixed their name to, uh, so yeah, we've got lots of action. We've been out for weeks, and we have a checklist of uh, shit that we are going to talk. Uh, so brisk, why don't we? Why don't? Why don't you take us away? Let's
0: hit it. All right, we're going to go into our top story, which is Pappy's gonna pappy again. So, as you know, we have Dark Shines with us today. The main reason we have Dark Shines with us today is the action that has happened in the last couple of weeks in EVE Online has been based around an init deployment, right? So, init deploys south, starts a fight, wins the fight, goes back up, and then the fight starts off again. Shines, can you tell us a little bit about this Faith Abilus deployment, what's going on, why we're down here, and what's happening right now?
2: Yeah, so um, obviously the uh, Goonswarm Sig uh, deployed down here a couple of weeks ago, uh, Jeff. And um, they came into uh to basically push back, as far as I understand, the push back on Fire and Horde and Test who were starting to push in on top of Esoteria, on top of Red Alliance. A module sure has run out of charges. Um, and we, uh, in in it, formed our own SIG because we didn't have one before. Instead of bringing the whole alliance down, uh, we formed a SIG and uh, deployed down alongside them. Now, uh, since then, we've actually ended up, it's it's escalated quite a bit over the last few days. So we've started moving heavier assets into the area again, along with the uh, kind of the rest of our alliance. So it's um, at the moment, it's uh, Imperium pushing a little bit into FedAbulus to uh, see what we see, I guess.
0: So the last week or so has seen some kind of crazy stuff, and I'll want to I'll walk you guys through some of the stuff that we've seen. So, again, you've got FIRE down here doing their thing. They've been talking a mad amount of shit. Shines, do you want to talk about a little bit of the shit talking that's been going on? Because it's kind of surprising coming from a group like this. <laughs> that they'd be coming after you, like personally, so hard.
2: Uh, I mean, it, 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 so this isn't the first time to do it. This is Constantine, who is the leader of XIX, uh, and as such, the leader of FIRE. This is his go-to move. Uh, when you start failing, attack the uh, personalities, right? So When uh, we seen it during the war, when in it would deploy to Curse and the different surrounding areas and we would tussle with FIRE, uh, he got quite personal back then. He has since gotten quite personal again. Uh, sweaty shines, obviously. That the names coming out. I actually quite like that one better than Far shines anyway. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but I mean, it's not just me. I mean, he's called out mittens as well. He's called out in it as an alliance. Um, look, the reality is, we uh, we we took a lot of shit from a lot of people over the last uh, last year, uh, two years, uh, you know, as a as a coalition. Uh, in this lost all of our space, lost all of our income, uh, kind of traveled around Eve during the war. And one of the groups that we kind of clashed with quite a lot outside of Delve was fire. Um, they would come in, they'd ref our structures, they would, uh, call in Pappy, then Pappy would come and finish them off. Um, you know, all this stuff while rigorously chest beating about how great they were, um, and then, kind of after the war ended, we got set back up in Fountain again. We, uh, I, I kind of always wanted to go after fire again. Uh, well, to go after fire properly once we had kind of regra- regained a bit of our strength, which we have done. So we deployed down to Esoteria in um, January to uh, stop horde tests and fire pushing on uh, impasse. I'm pushing on red lines and uh we got red alliance and red menace coalition set up in Esoteria, uh, under, I guess you call it our umbrella. We dropped a keep star there. We had our supers there. Um, and red lines got set up in, in Esoteria basically. Uh, and we had a couple of good fights, um, in, uh, against fire and uh, the rest of the Pappy in Abolis while we were down in Eso, But, um, yeah, that we kind of called a stop to it in in February when we had gotten as much as we were going to get without going full scale war mode again. Uh, but it was nice to sure deploy against fire to cause them some hassle, uh, to get a bit of payback for what had happened during the war. Um, now since then, fire, uh, horde tests, those guys have pushed in on Esoteria a bit, uh, they've caused RMC some troubles. Um, so we're back here again basically and now we're pushing back just we're pushing back a lot harder this time i guess
0: now what i think is funny the funniest part is that this init and jeff deployment and it's not even all of the initiative it's really just our our pvp sig as well as the jeff the, the goons expeditionary force that came out of delve and they're here because we're like seven jumps away from 1dq it's easy to get to So you've got the Jeff you've got in it down here deployed uh, just with SIGs and squads versus all of fire. And then they, of course, have to call in Pappy. And I thought the funniest part of this whole thing has been all of these keep the faith type memes that the test guys keep throwing out. But when the test guys show up, there's like 20 of them and they desperately need like 500 horse. So that's why I made this meme to mock them. with she's keeping the faith that horde is coming oh god please let horde be coming because that's what pappy does you know they 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 they're desperate like the test guys honestly of all of the groups that are currently in this fight whether it's fire whether it's pappy whether it's test has the least ability to shit talk because they're forming up the fewest people in fact if you look at the form up yesterday. And unfortunately I don't have that D scan anymore, but if I did, I would, I pointed this out at the time and I will point it out. Now there were more guys from karma fleet, the largest of the corporations inside goons form. more guys from karma fleet than test a 9,000 plus person Alliance or character Alliance could bring. It was kind of embarrassing. Just saying, especially for you guys to be putting out all of this crazy propaganda. Now, boss, I'm sure you'd love to see this. What did we do on Wednesday?
1: Oh boy, let's see. Was Wednesday when we decided to crash seventy dreads into a tree? Was that's that, what was happened? That, that's uh, what we did. Oh gosh, yeah. Uh, we we did. Yeah, there was uh, there was a big fight, and, and this was an interesting one. So this was like the first time I got to test the the lake house battle station. Uh, we had just gotten the internet properly rigged and uh, deployed the desk in the fully upright. Uh, position. And um, basically, what happened was, uh, we decided to pick a fight on top of a wood chipper, right? Like we escalated with dreads on top of an anti capital fortizar, And that's very hard to extract from, especially at close range, because your enemies can essentially spam as many dictors as it's required to hold your shit there. So essentially, everything that we put on the field uh capital wise was at risk of going boom uh, this was generally speaking considered to be a bad idea but a lot of pappies did end up getting killed uh, and then the second half of this fight was essentially what I'd call a subcap cleanup right so once you've already crashed 70 dreads into a tree uh, you can pretty much mulch as many subcaps as you want because it's kind of a de minimis expense. Uh, and we clotted back and we won the strategic objective, uh, despite the cost of it. I know this is going to be crazy. If we happen to have any people who are happy that have tuned in, uh, there are two things in a, a fight in EVE Online. One is the ISK war and the other is the strategic objective. I saw a confused broadcast from some guy in Horde going like, oh, you know, this is a admittance is talking about a strategic objective. Uh, But actually, there's always an ISKOR and a strategic objective if you are fighting over something that matters. Uh, And of course, we paid the blood price and uh, won the strategic objective, which was to knock this thing that we just murdered uh, into uh, armor and uh, then into hull. Uh, actually, no, it was it was an armor timer. We knocked it into a blah, blah, blah. And then we just turned up and killed it. But yeah, we... Uh... <laughs> Thank you to our lovely audience for providing me with the
0: D-scan. There it is. <laughs> Boom. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, so regardless, I, I don't even know what I'm leaking. The edge is already on my ass about leaking stuff. I'm, I'm not sure exactly uh, what <laughs> I'm leaking yet. I'm sure that I will end up leaking important strategic information over, over the course of this show. Um, but... You know, it, it was kind of a, you know, it's always interesting like that because you have to allow uh, people in your organization to take risks and take mistakes and, and learn from it. And instead of going, oh, my God, we lost 620 billion isk of stuff. Let's run for the hills like bitches. Uh, we, we didn't. We persevered. We got we got the objective nailed. And then we came back today and we, we did it a fucking again. Uh, we came back yesterday to online a siege for to to do this thing properly and I, I assume we're going to be talking shit about that next next is the, is that next on the agenda of shit talk let's that uh, will
0: be the next on the agenda of shit talk i just want to keep talking about this this fight for a little bit so let's go for it the funny thing no the funny thing about this fight so first of all as is often the case when it comes to random dread bombs or random like esque fights that at least happen in evo online this, this, there was no reason for this, to, for this fight to happen. There was no reason for it. This was a straight-up, normal, boring armor timer on a random Azar in Esoteria. It's got some tactical value. The bad guys were staging off of this fort, and it was nice to have it there, but it didn't have to happen. So I give credit, and I know some people may say that this is not credit because, oh, well, look at the battle report. They lost you know, almost double what the bad guys lost. We like to do this. We throw our ships at problems because that's the part of the game that's fun so mike flood and and blerkus and dave archer and all the guys that were out there. i don't even know if mike was there maybe i'm just thinking wrong.
1: Mike, mike wasn't there it started it with uh it was like a blerkus and dave Blurkus archer and dave, right and everybody was starting basically it was a relatively early timer right so a lot of people weren't mm. around and then as things went over the course of the day more and people were like oh we're we're having a big fuck fest tie-dye fight all right let's see what that's like
0: so I was just excited because it was the first time that I can recall hearing go ahead and insure your dreads and undock in a long time. And I was just so excited. And I lost two dreads in that fight, which was fine, including that Nagelfar that I showed you on the screen here uh, a couple of minutes ago. That Nag was six years old. I had suitcased that thing from... Penal to faith and back and all over the place. And I was very pleased that it finally died uh, because I'd rather have a revelation anyway, which I did, which is nice. So, hi, Dave Archer. Yes, we talked about you for a minute. But the whole point is this was a type of fight that the bad guys never would have done that. And I think it's one of the reasons why I like being in the Imperium, why I feel like I like having guys like Shines and Mittens and Blurkus and Dave and those guys that are out there because they saw the opportunity to escalate and they didn't hesitate. And they took the fight, even though knowing that our numbers were probably about even and maybe even like we would be in trouble. And frankly, you know, they were able to bring almost even numbers. And but they had the cap advantage and they were sitting on a structure with Tether and we were not. So the fact that we took that fight, I, I'm proud of you guys for doing that. And I don't care that we lost six hundred seventy billion is because you know what? We've got it. What the hell's the point of having wealth in this game if you're not going to use the shit?
1: We don't so. dock our function, fucking faction toys, and so shout out for the dude with the vehement. Uh, right, again, like, this is that—that's how we roll. Like we—we we get out there, we fight. Sometimes, if you fight, you get kicked really hard in the nuts, and it sucks. But that's literally the game, uh, which is something that I think we maybe need to send an engraved memo to, uh, dear old Constantine, whoever the fuck that little bitch is, uh, because you know we showed him how it was done. Right? We can mash. 1,600 people into each other for hour, you know, hours and hours and have fun with it. Uh, I, I guess the total number of people that ended up getting involved in that fight was north of like 2,000. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, the next couple of days we come by, we, we drop a siege fort to, you know, do this one properly and get ready for today's kill-off. Uh, and it was hilarious, right? Like, you know, we turned up with bells on, ready to go. I told everybody in advance in a ping, we are here to fuck right so that puts the entire galaxy on notice that the Imperium is ready to have another massive capital fight, right like we're going to go balls to the wall, bring it and. You know, it's almost there's so little to talk about here, because essentially what happened was Pappy got together like they do, uh, started trying to mess with our onlining fort and then proceeded to just realize that they might lose more than 10 billion isk trying. Now, look, we hit that thing into reinforced and we ate 620 billion is plus worth of shit to do it. And these just what was it? I, I, just a gaggle of ambulatory excuses that makes up what they call leadership in PISPE got scared, scared at the idea of losing more than 10, 15 billion isk. And they executed one of the maneuvers that they have the most practice with, as we learned in the in the Vietnam War was, of course, the coordinated fleeing for the hills. So after they realized that it wouldn't be, I don't know, whatever the hell they expected it to be. Uh, they just got together like the bitches that they are and ran from us. Uh, at which point, we got some hilarious pings from dear old Constantine, whatever the fuck his name is. I don't, I don't know if you have any of those, brisks, uh,
0: uh Yeah, let me pull them up here. I, I mean, it's just <laughs> while, while I'm pulling these up, <laughs> let me just reiterate, okay? Yeah. This doesn't make an ounce of fucking sense. And I want to ask Shines this while I, you know, while we go mm-hmm, look go at this because yeah. I, I wanted. So, Shines, can you tell me? Why the fuck did they quit? They're like, literally, we're on grid. They have fighters. We have fighters. They have carriers. We have carriers. They have fleets. We have fleets. We're killing eagles. We couldn't even break stuff at the beginning of the fight, if I recall correctly. It was like we were trying to kill Laji, and, and we couldn't kill anything, and we finally started popping eagles. Why would they leave? What, what, what possible rationale can you come up with, because you're smarter than me? are these guys running in the middle of a fight that they would have won if they just stuck around? I mean, what's the deal?
2: There is no logical reason. Uh, these these guys don't have, I, I just don't think they have the, ex, they didn't, probably much like the war, they didn't have somebody at the top just saying, right, we're doing this. Like, uh, you know, when, when the, uh, when we, when we took that fight on Wednesday, like a couple of us were sitting in a channel and we could see, right, well, the cap fight hasn't gone to plan, but we're killing or we're putting this Fortazaar into ref one way or the other. It's happening. So let's make it happen. All right, that's a message from the top down. And then FCs and fleet members and recons and lodges and all these guys, they can do their job then when they have, when they know exactly what they have to do. I don't think these guys have that at all. Uh, what you probably have is—I mean, they had four hack fleets plus on grid. I think uh, you probably have f- a minimum of four FCS trying to decide—you uh, know, what's the best course of action here—and uh, then they're probably second-guessing themselves because one person said something a bit different to to what another person was thinking, and then suddenly they're not sure size? themselves.
0: It was a group <laughs> decision. Only a group
2: group failure, more than a group decision but like i there was there was no reason for them to warp off uh the like we had two battleship fleets on grid we had a, we had one smaller hack fleet on grid um uh, red menace came in with a with a smaller hack fleet as well we dropped our own carriers they they were in eagles they had two maybe three eagle fleets uh Munum fleets you know they could have easily killed the desire i mean they already got it down to what was it, 70 80% hull i mean it was an anchoring Fortizar, it wasn't an online Fortizar. There was no PDS, there was no weapons, there was no webs, there was no nuke bursts. The only thing defending the Fortizar was the battleship fleets. Uh, You know, we took the risk. I be honest, I wasn't super confident putting the carrier fleets on the Fortizar because there was a very good chance the Fortizar would die. You know, but we'd done it anyway, Um, and it worked out. They got scared. They just. Well, I mean, I don't know if they got scared, but I, I guess they well, just keep checking they, they ran away. Yeah, Why okay, else would obviously they, they got scared, yeah. Sure. <laughs> but like, it, it just, I mean, we, we were talking about it. We seen them warp off and we're like, okay, they're, they're going to warp off. They're going to reposition. They're they're going to, you know, maybe come in slightly under the desire or something and shoot it from there. We're going to have to get ready to, ready to reposition. Yeah, and then suddenly all the carriers start pulling fighters. Now, there is no reason for their carriers to pull fighters. Their carriers were on their other fortazar, the one that had not been refed at all. Uh, they had 60, 70 carriers protecting their hack fleets. There was no reason at all for them to pull fighters. But suddenly, carriers start pulling fighters, and that was the, you know, the telltale sign of right. These guys are are looking to get out.
0: It was um, it was amazing. And as a line member sitting in the fleet, and we we start watching these guys warp off, and I'm like. Does, did that just happen? Are they passing? And then, of course, my—I was listening to my one in the background, so he starts playing the the past song. Neolithic is his past song, and I'm laughing because I'm like, they can't possibly be passing. We can't. We shouldn't say they're passing because they're not going to. There's no way. I mean, yes, Mr. V was there. Mr. V was typing. Maybe they got scared, but I was like, I couldn't believe it, and it made zero sense, and it still makes no sense. And I wish I had been a fly on the wall in horde comms or in. You know, test comms when they make the call to to leave while they're winning, and we're still sitting there, and and just to hear, I'm I'm sure it would have been as bad as we didn't win shit as, as at the end of the war because it was absolutely crazy. It was a, it was a well, ridiculous it's, decision.
2: It's actually better than that. One of the fire, I think, it was one of the fire FCs as they were getting ready to warp off said. Uh, something along the lines of, okay, guys, this isn't happening. We're going to take the ISK war and uh, and uh, you know get out of here. And then like you open up the battle D-day? report and no. they didn't get the score either. That's, that's <laughs> so, the best part.
0: So we look at, I mean, I'll, I'll throw this back up and I have, I want the I actually don't even
1: remember what I the, think they
2: lost 16 billion and we lost 12 or something. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it, was, it was just 16 such billion, a, like, like we, we just
1: started like the, the flirtation period of the engagement was almost over and we were about to, to really get down to business and they just bitched out and ran away just when, just when the fun was getting started. It's uh you know, uh, and you know, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, we won a four billion isk score because, you know, whatever. But it just goes to show you how uh, fearful and, and weak and spineless the leadership of what is still Pappy, What is still Pappy. That That is one of the lines that I, I want to hear about here for a little bit, uh, which is that this off revealed, revealed, again, further evidence. This has never changed. This has not changed. The only change in Pappy status has been the fact that Brave Newbies left Pappy and started shooting Pappy and went off on their own to be big boys and girls. Uh, And what did we see in the run up to these ops? Well, all of the old Pappies, minus Brave, were sending pings and getting ready for possibly today's op, but we owned them so hard these motherfuckers ended up canceling a lot of their ops for today uh, because they just gave up uh, like they do. But they showed their hand. They showed that they were all still coordinating, that they are all still pappies, and that pappy is still fundamentally based around weakness, group decision making, uh, and cowardice—just abject cowardice. Um, I one of the guys that this. asked
0: about, if, if I asked about the timeline. So look at the timeline. Mm-hmm. This is the funny part. So this eagle is the first one to die here, L4. And I remember he he warped in on our on our blob for no reason, so we just killed him. I was, I was laughing. But you see, beginning, we we weren't killing anything for a while. They started killing Megathrons. They were killing Baltics. They killed some Jackdaws. Uh, they got a good bomb running on us and killed some of the Jackdaws. And we weren't killing anything. And then right around 1750, everything starts to change. And boom, we start killing a ton of their shit. Their logi starts dying. Their Eagles start dying. Serbs start dying. Everything starts dying. And then boom, they what the fuck punt and just leave. I mean, it was absolutely crazy. Now, Boston Shines, you guys both know this, but this is for the audience. What is the number one thing any Pappy FC says after they form really big and then don't take a fight? What do they praise their guys for? <laughs> what What do you think they praise them for?
1: Oh, God. Uh what do they praise them for? I mean, I guess turning up again. I mean, I, I thought you were going to ask me. They're lonely. So oh, this is so this is so the, right. you
0: wanted to know. You wanted to see the the amazing, crazy. Made them
1: form. Made them this is the form. amazing,
0: absolute crazy form. This is the ping from Constantine Suravij. Oh, when God, I understand Suravij means like harsh or whatever, but he's not Constantin that harsh. He's kind of a severe. Dork. Legendary form up, friends. Legendary form up. Congratulations, you guys formed really big to do jack shit. How great is that? Now, listen, our main tasks are being fulfilled 100%. I don't know. What does that mean? Because as far as I can tell, their main tasks have been running away or losing. I'm not sure what they've done. I guess they killed some dreads. Was that a main task? I guess. (laughs) Faceabolus attack has already cost the goons one trillion isk. Wrong. Not even close. And that's what I think is funny. The entire fight, the dread bomb fight on Wednesday cost both sides combined a trillion isk. It cost us about 666 billion, them about 333. Science, could you repeat that number, 333? What? What is it? What is it?
2: 333.
0: Yeah, 333. That's how many it cost us. It cost them 666, it cost us 666, fine. Not a 1000000000000 This other fight, not a 1000000000000 All the stuff we've moved, I don't know where he's getting this 1000000000000 number from. So, again, as we have seen and we have told you guys over and over again on the Meta Show, happy leadership cannot be truthful with their own members. They have to exaggerate. They have to make things up because that's the only way they can keep getting people into fleets is by
1: lying, lying. and convincing them
0: that they're doing things right.
1: Another thing here, but just just as we're jumping in and shitting on this guy, uh, let's say it had cost a trillion isk. I will absolutely set a trillion isk on fire or more. If it's necessary to purge a region. Now, of course, we're just doing six and squads. It's just the GIF deployment, you know, whatever. But you know, I I think that there have been a number of occasions where we have willingly stared a trillion of losses in the eye and then come back a day or so later and done the exact same thing, which happened multiple times during the Vietnam War, where these same Chuckle Fox failed utterly despite having blued 103 alliances and got 151,000 pilots of incompetence mashed together in all blue. Uh, and they failed utterly for similar reasons, because uh, when they were dropping those keep stars in NPC delve and we were like, fuck it, throw dreads, throw, do whatever it takes. We approach strategic objectives with a mission oriented focus, which is a fancy way of saying, if it's gotta get done, it's gotta get done. And you are never gonna beat the Imperium if your attitude is that you're gonna cry like a little dick bitch, Constantine the Severe. I'm specifically talking to you Constantine. We've never really done this before. I I wasn't really upset of all the things you've been pinging recently. And I hope one of your bootlickers hands this to you so you can see that I'm talking shit about you in front of 1100 people in the entire galaxy. I don't think many people even knew who the leader of Legion of Death was, uh, and I didn't really want to give him any attention, but this is just too hilarious not to go after. You're never going to beat us if you're too shy of the one trillion mark. If you're scared of big numbers, you have no business handling those big numbers. And what I see here is a scared little bitch who doesn't understand the enemies that he's fighting because his next little bit here is the entire leadership of the Imperium showed absolute incompetence and Matani, all caps, decided to take over the management of this gang once again. The additional task is completed, Uh, which implies that I somehow stopped being in charge of Goon Swarm. And now I'm back because of this incompetent shit dick who is scared of the one trillion-esque number. Uh, I look forward to more flailing, weakness, lies, incompetence. I look forward to putting you on blast in front of everyone because one of the things I love about this, I don't give a fuck about Faith Atlas. I don't give a fuck about Esoteria. We have assets out there. We're doing content stuff. It is, we're supporting our allies. We're doing things. But what I do care about is the fact that a little bitch Like Constantine the Severe, a little bitch got away without paying the blood price for his actions in the Vietnam War. Fire dodged so much justice, just like AOM dodged the blood price for their actions in the Vietnam War. These pappies, these weak lying pappies remain war criminals and they have avoided the consequences of what they did with 103 other alliances that they blew, blew, they blew them, they blew them, take it whatever you want, fuck them, they got away with it, they have not paid the blood price and they're beginning to, I am delighted to show you how we do things in this imperium against those that swear blood wars against us. It's your turn now, fire. And I look forward to more pings. This is fun, Constantine the Severe. Aren't we having fun? Show me more. You're very big and scary. You've accomplished all of your objectives and you're so proud. It's so good. You're doing so well. Show us more. Come on, engage us. You don't have to run away. You don't have to run away. You could stand and fight, please please. And if not, whatever, we'll just burn everything you know and love uh, that you happen to have anchored in space. I'll take it either way, you know. We've already paid that one trillion-esque price. Um, so yeah, fuck these nerds. That's what I got.
0: And there goes their vaunted Fortizar that they th- were so excited that they were able to force a 1000000000000 <laughs> fight over.
1: Eat my entire ass, you piss pee fox. And if you think that this makes you angry and you want to come do something about it, I suggest that you once again, blew the entire fucking galaxy and bring it you pathetic, hypocritical, cowardly, wretched pieces of shit that don't even have the balls to blow up internet spaceships in a video game where we're fighting with other internet spaceships. You didn't have the balls when you had the entire galaxy for a year and a half in the Vietnam war, and you still haven't grown any. So, um, And I'll tell you that, not only that,
0: and and, and you guys were, this is all the in-game stuff. I'm going to hit the out-of-game stuff because this pisses me off more than anything, okay? Mm -hmm. Constantine has has alleged and accused Shines and the initiative of taking advantage of the war in Ukraine to do this fight. First of all, one, how dare you? Second of all, it has nothing to do with that. What we were doing predated all of the stuff that was happening there and the whole idea that suddenly we're not supposed to deal with, we're not supposed to play the game because you guys are going to try to claim out of game stuff. That's bullshit. Sorry. No. And the fact that you even bring it up, that you would even lie and say that that was the motivation after we have hundreds of in it members on both sides in this conflict, including folks that are on the ground in the Ukrainian military that we have been watching and keeping and praying and hoping for for months now that you'd even bring that up. That's shameful. And you should be ashamed for even saying it because it's not true. And I don't appreciate it. I know shines doesn't appreciate it. And if that, if that means that it's going to be more fun for us to kill everything you have, that's fine. Not okay, dude. Not okay.
1: He a little bitch. He a little bitch. All right. All right. Um, yeah. Well, fuck that guy. Uh, where are we? Uh, I, I, are we we have so much CCP stuff to do. Are we, are we done with the, the shit talking fire? I think
0: we're pretty much done with the shit talking okay. fire stuff. I All mean, right. at this point, like um, it's it's a bit crazy. The amount of stuff that we have left uh, to go over. And I'm gonna, we're gonna go ahead, and just do our top story, or I guess I, this, uh, this wasn't, try. I guess the top story okay. was this stuff, but uh, you know we're kind of at the piercing the corporate veil because we got so much CCP stuff to talk about, and we have about 20 minutes to do it in, so let's go ahead and get started. So we're gonna mm-hmm. go ahead and hit this and get going. All right, back here. First things first, I want to congratulate. Let me throw up our, our good screen over here. I would like to congratulate our dear friend. Where did it go? There it is. No, it's up here. There he is. Our dear friend, Suetonia. A lot of people thought that this might have been a, a uh, an April Fool's Day prank, but it was not. Suetonia, my CSM13 and CSM16 colleague, is now CCP Kestrel, no longer a member of the CSM, no longer just a player. He is now the newest member of the quality assurance team at CCP. So congratulations, Sutonia. We're happy to have you there. I don't care what anybody says about anything. The bottom line for me is I want EVE developers who play EVE online.
1: I think it's and a great hire. I'm delighted that 100%. they hired this guy. Like He knows more about EVE. Than 99% of the player base and the developers, uh, and it's fantastic. Like this is this is cool and good. I'm delighted that they hired somebody that is as obsessively knowledgeable about EVE as Sutonia. That's good.
0: And that's the bottom line. Like there's nobody else you really want out here doing stuff like this than someone like Sutonia who plays the game constantly and who understands everything. Okay, first off, that was that was the first thing. So next up. Look at what we have here. This happened two weeks ago, but I want to talk about it because I think it's important. And I want to give you guys my take on it and and get mittens and shines if they want to poke in. So the community got upset, very upset about the prospector pack that CCP Mm -hmm. was putting out. We don't like it. Told them We didn't like it. Twenty nine CSM members signed the open letter. This is probably one of the most viewed things on the EVE Online forums. It's got over 25,000 views. We got our response from CCP. We got our response. Now, what did they say? CCP Swift says, we hear your concerns. They talk about why they did it. They talk about how this is for new players. They talk about this being the new player experience and, and how difficult it is and all this other kind of stuff. They acknowledge that we have worries about continued escalation and that they they confirm our design has remained directed toward new players. The TLDR on the response from CCP Swift is they've removed the pack from the in-store, the in-game store, the EVE Online store. They've removed the pack from Steam. they removed it from Epic. Are they going to bring it back? We don't know. They say they're going to try to find a way to make this a thing that players make. We don't know how they're going to do that yet. They haven't given us any any more takes. If they're going to bring this back, it'll be with some sort of mechanic that will allow players to produce these and then give them to CCP, I guess, and CCP sells them or whatever. We don't know what that's going to look like yet. I still think it sucks. But I don't yeah. want to overshadow the fact that for those out there who said this letter was pointless, it wasn't going to do anything. That those out there that said CCP is not going to back off. They're not going to change their mind. They're not going to do anything differently when it comes to monetization. I want this to be proof number one that you guys are wrong. And that if we make it a big enough stink with good enough arguments that are loud enough and that are unanimous enough, which I think other than the handful, the very small handful of people who were, you know generally obstinate or who who view everything as CCP can do no wrong the vast majority of the of the veteran core player base of this game said this pack sucks we don't like it and the result was they pulled the pack they're going to re rework on it and everything like that they're going to meet with the CSM every quarter we've already had our first meeting with their monetization team and they're going to make sure that at least they give the players an opportunity to express their views when it comes to this stuff. Now, is this a hundred percent win? No, they're not pulling the pack forever. We know I fully expect they're going to bring it back. Okay. But they did pull it. It's not for sale anymore. You only will see it as a contextual ad in the client. If you are a new player mining who runs all the mining NPE and then starts the, uh, the mining missions. So, The number of people seeing this that have the opportunity to buy it very much lower i appreciate that i think that's a good thing i'm not going to say we won i'm going to say i'm pleased that they pulled the pack i'm not going to say thank you because i don't want to thank them until i know for sure this isn't going to happen again and i can't say that in addition i just will say real quick while we're talking about all the ccp stuff we have giveaways going in the channel for Fat B merchandise. Please t- type exclamation point ticket. Get in there, get your ticket. Life Shifter is going to be running a couple of these while we finish the show, so get a chance to get in there and get your Fat B merchandise. We've got a shirt, we got a performance shirt, polo or jersey that we're going to give away. You guys can grab. So uh, if you want some Fat B merchandise, get in there and, and uh, exclamation point ticket in the chat. Now, Mittens, you saw this. What did you think? Did you? I mean, what's your take on on this? Should we? Should we be happy that they pulled it? Should we be pissed off that it was even a thing? What's your take?
1: I I think that what we're seeing here is uh, the Rattati administration keeps trying things uh, and then gets surprised when the feedback of the player base is consistently negative about the shit that they're trying. Uh, And instead of listening to the player base and working out things in an appropriate way, they continue to just try to do the same kind of crap again And then we get to see, oh, I'm sorry, we didn't mean it. We'll do better next time. The only reason why CCP is backing off any of this stuff is because they respond to public pressure. And when I say public pressure, I mean, people openly criticizing them, writing open letters, which the CSM did, and Brisk did a great job with that. That was fantastic. Uh, And if need be, being willing to take to the streets and shoot the monument in Jeta, which I will remind everybody we had to do again, not too long ago, uh, especially in the era of Plexparity, where the games economy is still deeply, deeply fucked up. We're going to be talking about that in a little bit. Uh, there is still a situation with CCP where instead of listening to people that actually understand how the game works. Now, maybe they've hired Suetonia and they can ask him things, but they have people at the company that know how the game works and that know what the player base's uh, principles and morality is as as far as the sanctity of the sandbox goes. Uh, What I'm afraid here is that we see somebody who doesn't understand and doesn't realize that the players would revolt against this uh, coming down from on high and ramming dumbass crap through. Uh, so I, am going to echo what Brisk said. It, it's a good thing that they backed off this, but if they're going to look for, you know, a, a smiley face or a gold star for backing off something they shouldn't have done in the first place, they're looking for a gold star in the wrong place. Uh, right. I think that we need to be very, very much on guard, uh, because what we're seeing here is, uh, just naked monetization attempts and it's i want the company to make money i want ccb to make money i want them to make money in a way there's so many options the company has to make money in ways that do not distort the sandbox right i mean for god's sakes more skins let every ship use every skin i've been saying this for years that one couple weeks where things were bugged and you could put any skin on any ship was amazing uh, and there's just tons of found money lying around. But instead, we're seeing crap like the prospector pack. We're seeing the whiff of NFTs and crypto bro bullshit. Uh, and so I, I think that we should remain skeptical. We should remain guarded. And it is on the Rotati administration to, to prove good faith to the player base, just because there's a bunch of wall of words here from Elise saying that they're going to have you know quarterly meetings like just because Elise's name is there and he might have written the thing it's it is a corporate statement and this Correct. entire situation strikes me as the kind of thing that came from the highest levels of uh the company right the the and I think that that's where this came from and as a result until uh, there is a, a sort of a, a change in the core understanding of what it is that makes Eve, a wonderful game, uh, we must be vigilant against this kind of crap because 100%. they're gonna try again. That's what James, I think. what's
0: your take on this prospector thing. I'd be interested to hear what you have to say.
1: Um,
2: I'm more of a middle ground, like, I if if the pack could come out, like, if, if Eve had half a million players, uh, you know, regularly, if if all the time zones were packed, if the server was good to go. Um I, I probably I'm I'm not bat, that big of an industrialist that I, I would have minded too much. However, um given the past two years, blackout uh basically driving the economy into the ground at maximum fucking speed. Uh you know, I mean on Wednesday in it lost 20 dreads, all right. the cost is a hundred billion is just in dread SRP. Um that should not be the case. I mean, in it is a big alliance. Uh, we can afford it, but smaller alliances cannot. So, how can you promote any kind of gameplay, any kind of gameplay outside of Tech One frigates, uh, when the economy is so trashed? And then to have them come out and sell a ship which bypasses the economy, it was, um, it, it was definitely not a good look. And and if you were if you wanted to be very tinfoil hatty about it, you could make the argument that they drove the economy into the ground and then decided to start selling ships because it's easier to buy it like golden ships, right? Uh than to do anything in game. So it's yep. uh I'm I'm glad they pulled it back. Um they shouldn't have put it out there in the first place. But for the love of God, fix the fucking economy, fix the game, please.
0: A fucking man. All right we're going to go through a bunch of this stuff real quick now because we've got a ton of other stuff here and i just want to i want to at least address it um because all of this stuff and if we had been if we had had two shows we would have talked about all this stuff in detail because a lot of this stuff is important and i want to go through it but so next up there is suetonia's message next up structure updates CCP Aurora, there's a new section on the Evo forums called Feature Previews and Feedback that's designed specifically for players who want to go and get what they're saying directly in front of CCP without having to push it through a thousand different other places on the forums, which is good, because I think they needed to do that, because most of the time what ends up happening is people start bitching at me, and I would prefer them not bitching at me, I would prefer them bitching at CCP directly, but it still happens that I get bitched at, so this is a perfect example. DCP Aurora put out these structure updates. We have been begging on the CSM, as well as major FCs across the game, including Darkshines, for fixes to Citadel Mechanics, because Citadel Mechanics are the great, most pain-in-the-ass content deniers on the face of New Eden right now, and trying to do a little bit to make them less bad is helpful. So what uh, Aurora put out and this is, these are currently being tested on CC. We don't have a time. I assume it'll probably be soon that these will go live. But in the meantime, they are currently on CC. They have changed the way the, the PDS works. It's going to require uh, ammunition. The ammunition is pretty big. Uh, and it's not going to be able to cycle as often as it was cycling before. They have changed the capacity of the guided bomb launcher to make the bombs a little bit less cancerous than they are now. They couldn't really mess with you, but they were just an annoyance. And this, I think, removes a little bit of the annoying factor. They've changed the stand-up missile launchers to make it a little less, uh, a little less easy for structures to kill capital ships. Uh, they did not do anything on on the unfortunately on the um, on the subcap side to make them a little bit stronger in dealing with subcap fleets. But they did do this to to deal with. Um, all, all of the, at least to make it possible for you to use dreads and other caps on a citadel to refit and to kill it and then what I am calling what the Fcs will call the anti-FC headshot maneuver what I'm calling the anti-brisk DD maneuver they are making sure that the stand-up arcing vorton projector on keep stars which has been known to kill me every time I'm on grid will no longer be activatable against a subcap ship thank you for that Aurora I appreciate it I'm not going to die as often now thank you um shines you signed hiwantos and i know that that was wasn't just hiwantos it was also uh a, a lot of stuff that pando had been talking about a lot of stuff a lot of the fc's been talking about you signed that letter last year some of this stuff was in that letter what do you think about these changes do they go far enough are they too harsh on smaller scale alliances especially for folks that are running out of after houses what do you think about these changes
2: um no, like I, I, think the, I think they're dipping their toe in the water. Like they've, uh, maybe gotten a bit shell shocked from some changes recently, and they're, they're trying to dip their toe in the water to see is it safe to step back in again. Uh, with changes that you know, I mean, it's a pretty fundamental change to change stuff at Citadel's. Um, I, the changes, I don't have any complaints about them. Uh, the weapons and stuff on Four Desires and the, the bomb launchers and stuff. It was all. Um, it was all stuff that, you know, could be changed and it would be nice to change those. I, I think there are still bigger problems with citadels, such as damage caps, um, not having to repair the structure and instead just wait down, a, you know, a an inane timer. Um, uh, but you look, as as a first set of changes, it looks good. My only hope is that they don't stop there, that there are things that come out afterwards that make some, much bigger splashes to citadels
0: absolutely all right now moving on this was another another thing, and boss you're gonna you're gonna appreciate this so in the patch notes for march twenty eighth they noted restoration of bounty risk modifiers of systems has begun due to a short outage, which led to some of them having drifted from their correct states. This takes place gradually over the next day, so this happened like A month and a half ago, that players figured out, you know what, the bounty risk modifier across the game doesn't seem to be working, and nothing's changing, and our numbers are staying the same no matter what we do, what's going on, and we finally had to pry it out of them that there was a a problem, and they said, well, we're going to fix it, we're going to fix it. A month and a half later, they fix it. It's hard for me to put into words how big of a deal this was for players who are out there ratting and mining and making money and counting on being able to move around or at least to identify which systems they're going to go rat in that day based on what the bounty risk modifier is because of this damn dynamic bounty system. Which, frankly, in my opinion, and I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that dynamic bounty system has been successful in only one aspect of what CCP put out that they wanted it to be successful in. The one aspect that it was successful in is reducing the amount of ISK entering the game. That's it. (laughs) That's it. Nobody moves around. It's not more fun. It's not creating content. And it's not giving anybody any idea where to go to fight people. The bottom line is all it is doing is depressing the amount of people who are going out and ratting in systems. And so I would like to join my colleague on the CSM Merkelchen in arguing that the DBS should be changed so that you never drop below 100% in any system and that it only adds a bonus if there's PVP it doesn't take away if there's not and frankly like the whole idea that this thing was even even broken to the point that it took them 2 months to fix it and that they didn't catch immediately that it was broken in the first place which frankly Belies the fact that every time we talk about this What we always hear from them is We're monitoring everything very closely We are monitoring everything right away It is, it is We're paying close attention to this We're going to monitor all of it And They didn't monitor anything And it broke for a month And a half And then they finally fixed it Now I'm going to shut up But one, th- one thing before I shut up And let uh, Mittens and Shines talk I want to announce our winner of The Fat Bee Merch Sith Lord Starkiller, X up in the chat. Say hi, congratulations. You are the big wiener today on the meta show. And from now on, there you go. There he said, he said, yes, howdy. Congratulations, Perfect. not rigged. Cause life shifter was running this, not me. Therefore it is perfectly on the up and up. So congratulations, Sith Lord Starkiller. Now mittens and shines. What do you think about this whole dynamic bounty system BRM nonsense? I'm interested Uh, to hear what you have to say.
1: I've got a couple of things on this. Um, Yet again, this is an example of a game improving feature that we have suffered through over the last couple of years, where if one day they simply deleted everything that they had added as a feature into the game, the game would be better. One of the biggest, <laughs> uh, the best news we got in their road to Fanfest blog was that they were going to walk back a bunch of the dumb shit that they had done over the objections of the CSM over the objections of the player base. Uh, the classic ram it down your throat stuff we've seen from this administration at CCP. Uh, and this is yet another example of just a, It's Kafka-esque at this point. When CCP comes over the top and they say that they're going to do something to fix the economy or to achieve an objective, uh, for like two and a half years now, it has been almost the exact opposite of their stated objectives, right? Uh, It it is astounding to me how cack-handed this stuff is. Shines was talking about earlier how in a situation where the economy is so screwed in this game, due to the economy improving prosperity stuff that this administration has given us, uh, that it's a joke that they were even messing with the prospector pack. Uh, and this is sort of the same kind of deal here with this, uh, the, the, the core aspects of the game that put people in space are not working. So less people are in space. So you see less people playing the game, there's less content. Uh, it's a hot mess. Uh, and meanwhile, uh, this is the the little rant I've had queued up for a bit now. Uh, meanwhile, you still can barely build capital ships. You can barely build super capital ships. Uh, and, and before the show, uh, I, I had a meeting and got some information from one of our subject matter experts who uh, actually knows how to build some of these things. Uh, I could use the, you guys remember about a year ago, when maybe six months ago, maybe longer, I don't know, it's been so long, when I was ranting about how Wyverns would cost you know, 90 billion is to build. Uh, a Wyvern still costs about $80 billion isk to build, but I, I want to talk today about jump freighters, uh, jump freighters and freighters. And the reason I want to talk about jump freighters and freighters is that these are sort of uh, more accessible to more players, right? You don't have to get out in null sec. You don't necessarily have to do uh, any kind of funky super cap stuff. Uh, and in theory, they are a core part of the Eve economy. Right now, if you want to build a freighter, you pretty much have to accept a two billion isk loss, just in terms of the build cost uh, versus the thing that you can sell it for. But where things get really weird is the jump freighter aspect. Now, one of the things that CCP has done is they have added a requirement to to require gas, regional or wormhole specific types of gas. I am not the expert on this. I am simply reading from my notes here. So don't hold me to account on this. Again, like I say, Whenever I have to talk about economy in this game, something is deeply wrong. If it's politics, war, murder, espionage, the fun stuff, I'm all over it. I can be a subject matter expert. But if you have a point where things are so bad that I have to champion economic issues on the meta show, you've done fucked up. So how have they fucked up? Uh, You can build a capital ship in EVE Online. You can build a jump freighter. But back in the day, people used to make professions out of this. They would be a jump freighter producer, right? They would make 20 at a time. Uh, you literally could not build 20 jump freighters at a time right now. Why? Um, well, as it stands right now, uh, there's enough gas on the market in JETA as of about two hours ago to build two Caldari jump freighters. You can get two Rayas with the gas that's available in JETA. I think there's one, uh, one Finner's worth of, uh, 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 of gas. And so if you wanted to actually build capital ships at scale, if you were somehow willing to eat shit on the build cost, uh, God forbid, if you you wanted to build like 20 jump freighters, you would probably be 25 billion isk a pop if you could even find the gas to do it. And it gets worse, ladies and gentlemen, it gets worse. And remember, instead of fixing this stuff, which we have been harping about on the meta show for so long, I've forgotten about how long it has been an issue uh you know they're diddling around with the brm uh they're fussing about the prospector pack and we just had a big ass cap fight and the only way that people can replace their losses is by whole stockpiles which conveniently we in the imperium Imperium prepare ahead and so we had whole stockpiles but it gets worse um these things require cosmos crap there are ingredients uh that require cosmos mission stuff do you think anybody runs those Uh -uh. uh uh there is not nearly enough supply Uh, for the assets that are required to build any of these capital ships, especially not at scale. So I don't know if CCP thinks that, okay, we can find a way to build a jump freighter or two jump freighters with what's available on the market in JETA right now. And go, gosh, that's fine. But maybe somebody who happens to play the video game EVE Online in the main Reykjavik office might want to tell some of their fellow employees, their colleagues, that for years capital producers have built ships at scale. That means more than one jump freighter or two jump freighter, they would build them in batches. Ladies and gentlemen, there was a time in EVE Online where there were entire factory lines shitting out capital ships at a fair price. Price that resulted in people using those capital ships in anger and not running for the hills like a piss pee the moment a battle report got north of 15 billion is. It is shameful, and I highly recommend that somebody over there talk to satonia when he heard, turns up for his first day of work and ask them anything about how some of the basics of the video game works. The fact that I am still having to have meetings about this is shameful. In the Imperium, we are used to the entire galaxy being pappies and coming after us, right? It's happened hell every five to 10 years. And so we prepared for it. So we have whole stockpiles as was proven uh, during the year and a half at war we spent. Uh, But if you are not in the Imperium, uh, and you wanted to. All these people that are trying to. Hey, get a buy a prospector pack. Come play Eve online. It's great. You can spend 25 bucks and get started as an industrialist. And then once you level up towards the end game of being an industrialist, oh, you wanted to build a capital ship. Oh, well, you can't because nobody can. I don't think that they're going to try to sell a pack for that. I don't think it's a it's a conspiracy. I'm afraid that what has happened here is you end up with a bunch of people who have no idea what they're doing in a in the control room of an exceedingly complicated system. The Eve economy is more complicated than any other in-game economy that has ever existed in any video game. And these guys are just pressing buttons and shit's breaking. And then, of course, what do they do? Well, obviously it must be the player's fault. It must be that the players are wrong. These guys are right. The players complain too much. Oh, it's just the old vets. We'll get new people who will come over here and don't know that you can't build more than one jump freighter at a time. Uh, You know, the thing that's so shocking to me about this is the fact that there is not a constant drive in the CCB offices to get this stuff unbroken because they have a situation where the in-game end, end ships of this video game, love them or hate them, right? Like if they deleted all super capitals tomorrow, I'd say, great, but they're there and you literally can't build more. You can't build three jump freighters in Gita. You can't build three rays off of what's available in Gita, right? You, there's, just, there's a fundamental breakdown in the core game progression part of this game's economy, which is one of its main selling points. But prospector pack instead. So yeah, there you go. All that right. is, and I'm going to do this every week. We're going to, we're going to go back on that's schedule here every that's week, fine. every week until they get it unfucked before it fucks them. It, it's sad. It's sad. It's pathetic right. that I'm still having to talk about
0: this. Oh, I, and I agree hundred percent. That, and that's the thing we can't, we can't let up the pressure on them. We got to hit these guys on it. Now I have two more CCP things Let's and then do we're it. done with that. And then we're going back to what we were talking about before, because we have breaking news responses from Constantine the shriveled dicked moron <laughs> who is still lying out his uh, ass to his members. So first of all, one last thing, I just want to go over this real quick. We'll make it very fast. This is important just to note for you guys, the Royal Condo would jump. Dude, you've this been asking for this. It's coming. Oh my God. It's coming. It's finally happening. Royal will be able to jump like... uh like freighters will be able, to, like uh, like you can jump with Black Ops right now, you'll be able to do that soon. Second of all, Proteus, all you Proteus lovers out there, you got some fixes. They're they're making it a little bit easier for you, a little more drones. You're going to be more of a drone boat now. Congratulations to all you Proteus people. I hope you're excited. And then last thing, and then the, well, we'll save Flex for good for the very end of the show, because I want to talk about that after we get through talking about Constant Olympic. Revamp daily reward system. Okay. Thank you, CCP Fozzie. They are revamping the reward system. They're getting rid of the stupid BPCs that nobody uses. They're getting rid of the temporary skins. They're going to create specific skins for you. Look at these skins. They're pretty pretty. I mean, they're kind of pretty skins that are going to be handing out as login rewards to everybody, which I'm pleased about because this is freaking great. They're finally fixing that. They're, they're not going to be doing like the one month and you get a skill injector. You're going to get random bits of skill points throughout the week as an alpha or as an omega. So it's gonna it's not something where you have to wait a month to get your skills. You're gonna get your points for free. You're gonna get them over time. So I'm very and then they have new boosters, brand new boosters that are going to be that are frankly the way that they're like discussed. They're called the halcyon boosters. They're super like op kind of things, but they only last for like two hours but it seems like they're gonna be pretty cool. So I'm pleased with this. I'm looking forward to this. Thank you, Fozzie, for giving us skins that don't suck and that are permanent instead of random stuff that I already have most of the time that's only good for 30 days. So this is good. Now, now, (laughs) our friend Constantin the Rice Krispy Dick decides he's gonna start talking shit to us during the show. So good, so good. And I have to just laugh. Because he can't stop lying. This guy can't <laughs> stop lying. Okay, like I've, I, 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 I mean seriously, I can't tell if this guy is like Pinocchio. I would use a real life reference, but I'm not going to because I'm not that kind of a person. But I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. This bullshit. First, he, or, the leadership of the Imperium has once again admitted its incompetence in a live stream today. I'm sure he doesn't sound as good as I do either. Brisk thought that the fight took place in Esoteric. No, I didn't, dumbass. We've been talking about Faith Abilus this entire stream. We we are deployed in DTAC-P in Esoteria. That's where our deployment is. But TRO is in Faith Abilus and JTAC-T, where the fight was Wednesday and yesterday and today, where I was fighting, I didn't see your ass on grid. We all were there. It was in Faith Abilus. Hello. Sweaty Shines, who, unlike his colleagues, understands the PvP content in the game because I don't play... You dumbass motherfucker. I will put my kill board up against yours any day of the week. Just saying. Sweaty Shines decided not to name the reasons for the defeat in JT. Well, at least he's admitting he lost. And decided not to talk about cap and super cap superiority on their fourth timer. Shines, would you like to say how many super caps we had ready to go yesterday if we wanted to use them? I had one.
2: Brisk, the Innit super fleet yesterday had, uh, I think, 26 supers and 25 titans.
0: Wow. Uh, Eat my ass. 50 supers and titans together. When you guys just, how many dreads did you have the other day? 90, 70, 90 something?
2: Can I just point out that Fire moved their super fleet and Fire moved more supers than Innit had?
0: Wait a minute. Fire has a super fleet? I had Whatever no hasn't
2: idea. been r off, yeah.
0: Wow, amazing. Just, you see the usual propaganda from the Imperium that they do all the time, and we're ready for it. The Imperium does not recognize the loss of one trillion-esque in the Faith of War. Can you show us the numbers, tough guy? Because also, we haven't seen a trillion-esque worth of dead shit. I, 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 I'm sorry.
1: W- w- we... W- this amateur numbers. numbers, you got to get those numbers up. You got to work harder on that, baby. If you're scared of a trillion is Constantine, if this is what you get, I call you a little bitch on the meta show and you flip out like this. Oh, don't worry, guys. There's like two more fucking paragraphs of this. You are weak and we are in your head. And I am loving it because there is some dumbass crazy shit you have hidden in obscurity all these years in EVE Online because your alliance has degraded to the point that it's just yet another pile of pappies. But now we get to meet Constantine the Severe. He has a wonderful wizard hat joke. There's something involving uh, cocaine. Oh, this is and our there, we're going to get there. So um, the rest of this
0: paragraph here is like I don't know maybe this is a Russian thing. It's it's completely incomprehensible to me. <laughs> you know, who does not know that the Imperium collected claims from its pilots and analog <laughs> whatever the fuck that means? I don't know. It's probably a bad translation, but it doesn't make any sense. But here's what I he think says: he's
1: claiming that we tax our pile I, I actually I don't understand. It's war bonds, I think I don't even I think try to get in this man's brain. Oh, it's a war bond thing.
2: Okay. I, I guess that's what it sounds like.
1: We're, we're trying to help you, Constantine. You suck at this. And we haven't actually had a Pispy that would dare stand up and actually throw some punches. So we're trying to encourage this, right? Like you are our entertainment right now. So we will we will try to insult, we will try to interpret your insults uh, in good faith because I uh, I love this. It's even better. Here we go. All right, so Matani
0: has been publicly insulting and humiliating the Pappy Coalition and their leaders for over a year. He
1: says something true. Holy shit. They deserve it. If you are a Pappy leader, You deserve publicly being humiliated because you signed on to a war of extermination that you all clapped for and with the entire galaxy, you lost. So if you think we're going to stop talking shit about how much you suck, uh, you got another thing coming. This is the meta show. This is what we do, baby.
0: Okay. So I've been told by one of my Russian colleagues that MMM was a huge public scandal pyramid scheme in Russia in the 90s. No one cares. We don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Okay. Oh, my God. Anyway. Back to this, Matani threatened another pilot.
1: What? Okay. He doesn't even get the. He doesn't even. He not even get the reference right. Right. Like, He doesn't, he even, doesn't get it. even get the wizard hat right. But it gets better because this is new, guys. This, 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 this is this is new. the best part. The, this is this, this is, man this is awesome.
0: has long lost his mind, and his addiction to cocaine has long broken his life. Mittens, I had no idea you were a cokehead.
1: Why have I, you been holding I mean, out neither. on me? Me neither. Wow. About about white matter, I'm guessing this is cocaine. He repeatedly hinted at the time of his toads, uh, during the Great War. Uh, I will remind you that drugs are harmful to your health. Um <laughs> You know, this is great. I this is believe. new. This is this is new. Like this guy has never actually gotten his ass dragged into the galactic spotlight. And uh, you know, you're like weak. I I just gotta say, I I gotta say, first
0: of all, one, okay, this is the second time this week that I've had random schmucks saying that my friends and colleagues are cokeheads, and I've never seen any evidence of this, and it upsets me, because I feel like, what do you guys think, I'm not into fun? But I'm not a drug Uh, user, so I guess I can't do that, but anyway, the fact that he would end the paragraph here saying... Drugs are bad, Okay, is the most hilarious thing I have ever fucking seen. (laughs) This guy, like we don't even have to make fun of him because he is turning himself into a parody of an idiot live in front of a thousand people today. This is amazing. All right. So we keep going together with Wobo. We mentioned the Fortizar and JT, which brought us a fight for one trillion. Yes, the whole fight. But you guys lost a third of that. I mean, I, I I don't I don't get it. So the content brings fantastic emotions. Yes, if your fantastic emotions are, man, why does my leadership keep running away and lying to me? Then I think that definitely is true. They are bringing fantastic emotions. And then finally, Matani is back in the game. As if you went somewhere. I mean, besides moving, I don't yeah, I don't know where I the mean, fuck he's getting that I, from.
1: I, yeah, Mr. I,
0: v is back in the game. Mr. V's been here. I don't know what the hell you're talking about either. And all goon reserves are used against a war that no one wants. Um, we haven't even started yet, and it hasn't fully deployed. Goons is not fully deployed. You're dealing with only the PvP Six guys that want to come here. Baby. Six and squads. Six and squads. <laughs> if you want to turn this into a thing, like I, we're not at war, guys. This is peacetime. This is a peacetime deployment. Sorry, we're not even. We're not even scraped the barrel yet. If you guys want to pick this fight. And you want to keep coming at my boy shines and mittens and, and then acting like, I don't know where we are.
1: Sorry, dude. Try not having your people run off the fucking field like bitches. If you're all this mad. Also, I think you got me mixed up with another high profile Eve online player. Uh, I, I, I do uh, engage in recreational legal substances, not cocaine, Uh, I have actually never, ever, 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 I don't snort things. One of the most important lessons in EVE Online is you need to understand your enemy to beat them, which is, as you guys are seeing, is yet another reason why even with all of the galaxy blued up together, P didn't understand us, and that's another reason why they lost. But this motherfucker is, uh, he doesn't even know, like, the idea that I have been gone? Like, half of one of your regions... Is getting glassed, dude. So here's the deal, Constantine the Severe. Why don't you severe your ass and fight us? Or we'll just keep purging your space as much as we can until you do. Because I thought this was really stupid to make it personal with the initiative. Uh, you know, I'd have never cared about your pings because you're strategically meaningless, because you were just another papy afterthought, just like AOM was. And now consequences are coming, and that's fine, but I don't really give a crap about this, but this is fun, but I thought it that's was it. dumb of you, hey, you to provoke what? the initiative, and now you're going to provoke me by getting my all enthusiasms us. wrong. Everybody but, I mean, knows my enthusiasms, and, and they don't involve snorting things. Right. Um, Hello. <laughs> shiny boy.
0: He calls you out again in this. How do you feel right now? I want to know.
2: I think he's putting a lot of effort into these things. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Look,
1: yes! <laughs> oh my fucking god. If, if you're
2: going to lead an alliance, right? <laughs> if you're going to lead anything, you need to be fucking honest with people. And this guy is going full pappy and he has just not been honest with anyone. So, like,
0: oh,
1: <sighs> I don't know. Oh boy. Oh god. I love you, Dark Shines. That, that was. <laughs>
0: Oh, Ooh. my God. Anyway, it's so All right. so
1: perfect. Uh, well, uh, hey, look, uh, we you're go. a little bitch, Constantine. So if you want to send any more of these pings, we will put them on the meta show and make fun of you as we devastate your space uh, while we're making fun of you. It's really it's really how we What's like to happen? play EVE online uh, is to hear the, the tears of your foes as they accuse you of, of uh, doing too many lines and being away from the game or whatever. Um.
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly all right last thing we're going to end the show with this because i think it's pretty important and i was very pleased to see this so as you all know the war in ukraine has been going on for a while they did plex for good the plex for good campaign raised over half a million dollars for relief efforts for the war in ukraine this is the largest amount of money ever raised by Plex for Good. You can see on the screen here, the most raised second to this was the typhoon in the Philippines in 2013 raised $190,000 for Plex for Good. Last year's COVID, 135, that was the second largest of all time. Before that, the brush fires in Australia in 2020, we did two years, I mean, last year was, was, was the best year for Plex for Good until now. We raised over $235,000 in 2020. We raised double that for the war in Ukraine. I would like to say on behalf of all the INIT members who are engaged in that conflict, thank you. We are very pleased. I am pleased as, as that we as a community came together to make this happen. I know I donated. I know a lot of you donated. It makes me very happy to see that when the chips are down, regardless of what's going on, we as a community can come together, pull together, and work Uh, tirelessly for our fellow friends and colleagues who are put in harm's way because of what's going on over there. So thank you all who donated. And this is pretty awesome. Indeed. All right, gentlemen, we have reached the end of the show. I am going to flip back over here to our, our handy dandy little screen, and I'm going to do a slight soapbox. So here we go. Slight soapbox. Camera angle change. I want to thank each and every one of you who comes out and watches the show every week. We were gone for two weeks. We know that we are part of your Saturday afternoons or Saturday evenings, depending on where you were from. Thank you for letting Mittens and I, well, letting Mittens move and letting me take a vacation. (laughs) I appreciated it. And thank you (laughs) guys for coming back. We had over a 1,000 people watching the show today. As always, those numbers blow our minds. And we are pleased and proud to continue to be the most watched Eve stream in the community, and the number one Eve talk show. We're going to continue doing what we're doing. And you know what? I know there are some of you out there who hate watch this show, who consider us to be unwatchable because we call people like Constantine limp dicks, when they act that way. You don't like it when we're mean to people, when you don't like it when we spin. And my response to you is, I don't care. Because the thousand people who are watching right now like it when we do that, and they enjoy it, and that's who we're putting the show on for. So, from all of us at Imperium News and all of us at the Meta Show, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. You are the best audience in EVE Online. You guys are the players that are the backbone of this game. You care enough to come here and make us the place that you want to be at every Saturday at 4 o'clock Eastern Freedom Time, twenty hundred EVE. Now that we're back, the daylight savings, unfortunately, in the United States. So thank you guys for being here. I appreciate it. Now, I also want to say thank you to dark shines for coming on today. We had a fleet. I was worried he wasn't going to be able to do it, but he was here. He made the best joke we've had since the last time Merkel Chen was on the stream. And I am very proud that we got you on camera this time. So shiny boy, thank you so much. We appreciate having you.
2: Thanks for having me on. It was a lot of fun.
1: Mittens. Do you have any final words before we get out of here? Um, Well, let's see, Hmm. what would be the most appropriate response? We've been gone for three weeks. We're talking about people that hated us, but watching us anyway. Um, Let's see, Pappy can eat my ass, Fire can eat my ass, Constantine can eat my entire ass. I look forward to reading more of your pings and I also look forward to spreading them across the entire Imperium as we all join together in both mocking you and torching as many of your regions as we can get away with while your pathetic forces retreat as far and as fast as they can away from the Imperium's justice. There will be no mercy, but don't worry. It's just SIGs and squads. It's the GIF deployment. You got nothing to worry about. You got me dialed in. The Matani is back, and he likes the white stuff. I, I don't even know. We'll see on the <laughs> battlefield. <laughs> That's it. I'm good. <laughs> hey everybody, that has this has Fucking been the Meta
0: Show Four. Saturday, April the 2nd, 2022, I'm Bruce Ball. joined alongside the Mitanni. Dark Shines is here. Ladies and gentlemen, you stay classy, New Eden.